Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Brian Lara on WNYC, and as we think about this first anniversary of Sandy slamming into our lives, we want to know how your life has changed since the storm and what time of day you think about that the most. Post your story on our interactive digital clock at WNYC.org. Chef and cookbook author Roseanne Gold thinks about the devastation most mornings around this time, around 11 o'clock. Five days a week, she leads a group of volunteers who come to the kitchen of Congregation Beth Elohim, a synagogue in Park Slope, Brooklyn, to make sandwiches for victims of the storm and other people in need. Listen. So does everyone have what they need? And this was all the crazy idea of Rabbi Bachman. And... um, we had no idea what this was going to be like. We maybe thought maybe a week or two, maybe the first month. <laughs> and now we've done 95,000 meals. Okay, remember, the first 200 sandwiches are going to the Park Slope Women's Shelter. I've never really worked in a crisis situation before. I've certainly worked in openings, in restaurant openings, um, and I have cooked for large numbers of people. This had a totally different quality. It was uh, like time stood still in some ways. There was a lot of sadness. There were people who came to work in this kitchen who had no homes. I mean, this just brought tears to our eyes, but they wanted to be part of the relief effort. Do they want apples? This place almost became addictive. You did not want to go home. You couldn't wait to come back the next morning and just be part of this. When food becomes bigger than just the food, but when it really becomes a source of real nourishment, emotional nourishment, it changes everything. So um, it's just wonderful to be able to have that feeling every single day that we come in here. And I think everyone who works here feels that way. There's no reason all the volunteers have to come back, you know, but I think they leave feeling very valued and honored um, to be part of this operation. That was Roseanne Gold in Park Slope talking to WNYC's Fred Mogul. And again, we want to know how your life has changed after Sandy and what time of day you think about that the most. Post your story on our interactive digital clock at WNYC.org. And um, we want to close the show today by spotlighting one organization on this anniversary in one neighborhood that is trying to strengthen their community infrastructure now so that if another storm comes they'll be more prepared. And they're focused not so much on storm surge barriers and home elevation as much as they are on the social infrastructure, assigning block captains and making sure there are point people for elderly residents to rely on in the next emergency. The neighborhood is the Rockaways, and the organization is Rockaway Help. Joining us is one of the founders, Jamie Jordan, who's also a journalism professor at Fordham University and at CUNY. Jamie, welcome to WNYC. Hi, Brian. Thanks. So you're from Bell Harbor, I gather. Yes. And um, I wonder how you would say the recovery is going there. How much is back to normal? 
I think we have a long way to go, unfortunately. Um, and even though we see that a lot of people have made a lot of improvements to their homes, I think that there's an unseen burden in the form of debt that people had to take out in order to make the um, you know, solve the problems in their homes. And then aside from that, we're seeing kind of bigger issues in terms of uh, the infrastructure of Rockaway, in terms of coastal protection and the boardwalk. And we want to make sure that the community definitely has a voice in that bigger rebuild. So we're seeing kind of these dual dual things that we still need to work on. And we've been asking all morning what has changed and what should change. So what has changed about the way the community operates, uh, specifically about the social infrastructure in the Rockaways? Uh, um, I mean, Rockaway is the kind of town, I'm sure you know, that has been through its share of tragedies in the last decade or so, um, you know, with 9-11 and then that American Airlines plane crash. So we're used to kind of coming together in a crisis, and it is a community of first responders, but Sandy seems to, since it hit really so close to home for every single person, we really are seeing a community that has is coming together to help each other and to share information. So we're seeing a lot more uh, attendance at community board meetings, a lot more civic engagement, because so many people want to make sure that our town is rebuilt, you know, in a way that the community can get behind. Um, You say you want disaster response to be more collaborative and led by locals. And from the sound of it, this is what happened a year ago, that the community banded together. You just talked about previous tragedies left people kind of set up for it. How are you trying to systematize that? So we are we're hoping to build a system for community block captains. After the storm, we were concerned we didn't have point people that we knew could check on people on their blocks or just like in their immediate areas. We also, it was hard for us to spread information since there was no uh, cell service and there was no electricity and there wasn't even really a way for us to run photocopies of things to, you know, deliver hand uh, paper by hand to deliver paper information. But we were thinking, you know, it was a little, it was, it was really, I mean, we made it through, but it was pretty disorganized. So we were thinking it would be great if we had sort of people that were designated from the community um, who, who would be responsible not just for helping people after a storm, but also for helping people mobilize and leave before a storm. Because obviously, I'm sure you know that almost no one left in Rockaway. I personally blame that a little bit on Irene. Since Irene didn't really cause too much damage in Rockaway, a lot of people thought that this was sort of a a lot of fear-mongering for Sandy. So even my parents, who left for Irene, wouldn't leave for Sandy. So um, we're hoping we can organize block captains using a a web infrastructure where we, uh, people volunteer to be a captain for their their couple of blocks or neighborhood. And they, first of all, they help make sure that people leave before a storm, you know, collect the documents that need to be collected and, and just get out. And, you know, if anybody can't get out, they help get them a ride. And then we need these block captains to be the kind of people who are willing to come immediately back after a storm. Because after a storm, we need people on the ground right away to help disperse supplies and information back to their just couple block area. So we're trying to work on this. Um, we, we held a big hackathon in June to try to start building a community block captain system. I have two partners, Katie Honan and Jessica Klein, and they're mm-hmm. both so so smart. Jessica is a web developer. Katie also is a journalist. And so we brought all these kind of unique skills to this hackathon where we tried to hack and build a community block captain system. It's, it's not quite up and running yet, but we're working on it right now because we want, like you said, to be prepared in the event of another storm. And you've been going to community meetings and reporting back to your Facebook group what you've learned. What is happening at those community meetings? Why do you say that you want more transparency in the long-term infrastructure rebuilding plans? Is something being obscured? 
Um, you know, it's hard to even know if something's being obscured in a sense. Uh, we, we sometimes get the feeling that things maybe are being obscured. We're wondering where um, a lot of the money is going. We know that there's a lot of federal and city and state money that's flowing into Rockaway, and we just want a really clear and transparent accounting of how that money is being spent and making sure that the public of Rockaway has a voice in that rebuilding process. A lot of things, it's not that they, they're, I don't know if they're, if they're intentionally obscured. I, I think that, you know, there, there are, there is information that kind of comes out after the fact in terms of, you know, here's the plan for the boardwalk. We're going to build X, Y, Z, and and people are like, well, how come we didn't hear about that before? You know, these different things were put into place. So we want to see a lot more collaboration between the government and and local community leaders, which we're not seeing, and we think we go a long way to making people feel like they're part of the process because it is their community and they should have a voice in the big infrastructural rebuild. So we're, we we feel like community board meetings is kind of the first line for that. So we use our Facebook and our Twitter feed to make sure people are informed about what's going on. Because let's face it, Rockaway is a town of big families, five, yeah. six kids. So, I mean, if you have five or six kids, right, you just got home from work, you got soccer practice, you've got homework, you've got dinner, it, there's a lot going on. So we're hoping we can use social media and also our local paper, The Wave, which has been excellent, to make sure. sure people know what's going on. Because that seems like the first step in making sure that things don't happen, you know, behind our backs. So <laughs> 30 seconds left. What's your number one priority for the next mayor for the Rockaways? Coastal protection. We need coastal protection. We need a that, – that's it. We want – to be protected in the event of another storm. Maybe it wouldn't be able to protect us in terms, terms of a storm like Sandy, but for a smaller storm, we want we want protection. We want bay, bay walls. We want you know we want soft infrastructure, hard infrastructure, a new boardwalk. That's what we want. <laughs> Jamie Jordan, one of the founders of Rockaway Help. She is also a journalism professor at Fordham and CUNY. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Thanks so much, Brian. On the Sandy anniversary and sharing your important work. Thank you. And that's it for today's show. Stay tuned for the Leonard Lopez Show. Leonard's got Donald Fagan from Steely Dan today. Also, Chris Ann Brennan, who talks about her long relationship with Steve Jobs. So good stuff coming up with Leonard Lopez. Stay tuned, everybody, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Brian Lehrer on WNYC.